Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Conscious Contact with God and was delivered on Sunday, September 18th, 2022. So uh, I've been in an internal conflict. Has anybody ever had an internal conflict? Oh my goodness, it is no fun, right? Sometimes that conflict happens when we begin to age and not everything works the way it always has. Can I have an amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? It happens when you get over 50, right? When you go to bed, everything works. And when you wake up the next morning, suddenly there's a pain that you know you did nothing to create in the night. So there's that. There's also that that struggle that we get, you know, when life happens and we're not sure why things are happening, right? You know? We turn on the news, there's more bad news, we hear bad news from a family member, or we're just dealing with our own loss and expectations of things are not happening just as we want, right? So, uh, so that's been my conflict this week. I keep seeing something I want to be doing or something I want to be achieving in my own life, and it doesn't happen exactly when I want, and of course I want to look for somebody to blame. Anybody ever done that? Yeah, if I have a feeling somebody must be wrong, you know, not not just maybe there's a divine timing to this I haven't yet seen, right? And so what I know brings me back to center is my conscious contact with God. And I use that term conscious contact because God is always here. God is always present. As a matter of fact, I absolutely believe 100% that in every moment, God is trying to bless me. God is trying to bless you. I just have to believe that. Otherwise, it would seem abusive if God had all this blessing and wouldn't give it to us. That's not how God is. Many of us were taught, though, if I don't pray right or if I don't do right, God's not going to try to bless me. And we had the idea that we're punished for our sins. But what I want to tell you is any punishment is by our sins. Anything that we're out of alignment with, God's good for us, then there's a consequence, isn't there? And what I mean is, if I'm focused in the personality self, what we often call the mind, if I'm only rooted in the mind and not in the soul of me, uh-uh, stuff doesn't work out. 
And here's the deal. The mind is rooted in limitation and the soul is rooted in the limitless. Right? The soul is rooted in eternity. And what is so difficult is that as we're growing up and this thing called the personality is created, we think this is the reality of who we are. And we have hurts and we have things that happen. We have traumas. And pretty soon we move and change ourselves in a way to try to just make it through. We, we've talked about this a little bit before. And what happens is our personality we think is all we are. And I'm saying it's the false aspect of who you are. There's something truer. We, you'll often hear us say it's your soul, it's your true identity. So in unity, what we're trying to all wake up to, myself included, is that I am a soul, right? That I am waking up to all that is in, through, and as me. That if God is everywhere, God must be present in me. However, I have to consciously choose to remember that. I have to have conscious contact with God. And I've learned on a daily basis, or it is not pretty. Because I love to get things done. I love to produce. I love to work. I love my life. I love to do a lot of things. But what I notice is if I'm not making daily conscious contact with God, you know what happens? That doing is rooted in force. It's in my way or the highway, you know, what RCA wants, RCA gets. And this is not a way to make friends and influence people. Yes. David, love you, peace, brother, yeah. So, yeah, so conscious contact with God. Now, any of us in 12-step have heard this term, that's step 11 and 12, talks about having a conscious contact with God, right? To seek this peace, this spiritual awakening as a result of the steps and the conscious contact with God. And um, sometimes, you know, when I talk about recovery, people say, well, I'm, I'm not an AA, but I like this recovery idea. And I'm like, yes, we're all recovering from what? Being human. <laughs> we're all recovering from growing up and believing our personality is all of who we are. And I'm saying it's a very small part and is not your real identity. Right? That you're not what happened to you. And as much as I love psychology, I've done a lot of therapeutic work. I bought at least one therapist a house, I'm sure. I love therapy. I love uh, learning about myself and healing. But what I've noticed is today we're so uh, about labels that what's starting to happen is we're starting to affirm uh, a diagnosis rather than using a diagnosis as a way to heal. You know, it's I have this, I have that. Have you noticed that? I have anxiety, I have depression, I have, I have, I have. And pretty soon, we take that on as who we are, not just a condition that's trying to heal. So in my journey, even though I've done a lot of therapeutic work, I, eventually for me, everything has become spiritual. There's only so much you can go in the past. You have to now heal in this present moment. And every moment is a gift and every moment is an opportunity to wake up to your authentic self. What I find interesting though is that in unity we have a lot of people in 12 step. 
And what I've heard is, you know, without AA, I never would have found unity. They say, first I had to get sober. And then once I got sober, then I could think about a spiritual life. And it makes sense, doesn't it? First we have to stop the behavior, right, that's keeping us stuck. And so for some of us, um, our healing is not an addiction to alcohol or drugs. So for some of us, it's an addiction to being busy. Mm-hmm. For some of us, it's addiction to helping so many other people, we've forgotten to help ourselves. Yep. For some of us, it's addictions to being right. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to hit it now, huh? <laughs> Somebody said, oh, I'm getting uncomfortable over here. Right, and so what we're seeking to do in unity is have conscious, a conscious contact with God, right, to improve our lives, to live a life on purpose, to live a life of freedom, a life of goodness, a life of abundance, a life of purpose, right? So the 12-step program I came through was Al-Anon because I'm from a family of addicts, so I always love addicts. I just love them. I just love to help them. Love to help them. Love to be there for them. Love to run them around. So my addiction was what? Not to a substance, but what? Approval. If I can just help them enough, everything will be okay. Right? So that was my big learning. That was my learning. I remember one time I was in an Al-Anon meeting. Okay, I'm not going to go on and on, but... Uh, one time I was in this Al-Anon meeting and I was talking about, uh, I was living in Seattle at the time. I grew up in Georgia, so it was way far right from my family. And back in those days, there was such a thing called long distance fees. And if you dial long distance, it what? It costs you money, right? And you say, oh no, we don't stay on the phone, you know, for long distance. That costs money. So what I did, uh, I was right out of college. I got myself a 1-800 number. <laughs> For my family to use in case they needed me, and especially my mom. And it was really funny because my sponsor at that time in Al-Anon, her name, by the way, was Kathy Devine. So I was like, okay, I'm picking her. And and she goes, honey, you do realize that's upside down, right? And I go, what do you mean it's upside down? I want my mom to be able to reach me at any moment. She said, oh, honey, that is sweep but that's her job and I go oh oh so see it was just an awareness and that awareness led me to a great deal of healing with my mom you know she didn't know she was raising nine children of course she needed help and I was the youngest she was looking after her mom with Alzheimer's of course she needed help She was looking after my sister's son with leukemia, and they came to live back in the house. Of course she needed help. And I was the youngest, so I was around. And so I realized that this aspect of my personality actually wasn't serving me because there were things I was supposed to be doing, and I was so busy trying to help everybody, I was missing my own life. You see, so it was an awakening moment for me. And it was shortly after that time I found unity. Isn't that interesting? I have to admit, though, the reason I found unity, I was helping a friend. She'd written a gospel piece and wanted my help on it. And uh, 
She said, why don't you come to my church? I said, no, I, I have a church job. She said, no, no, I'll pay you to come. I said, okay then. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. So if you came here through recovery, you know, you're welcome here. If you came here simply because you'd given up organized religion, you're welcome here. Because if you've been in unity long, you know we're anything but organized. Okay. So most of us uh, grew up in church and kind of got tired of what we call dogma, right? Dogma. What does that mean? Well, it means there are a certain set of beliefs that say we're in and everybody else is out. And in unity, we do have a set of beliefs, but they're so broad, almost anyone can fit under them. Like, number one, there is one presence and one power God. One presence. That, does, that doesn't leave anybody out, see? One presence. So it doesn't matter if you're old or young or gay or straight or black or white or what country you live in. You can be Chinese or Mexican or Latino or whatever. You can be German. doesn't matter. There's one presence, one power God. That's it. And every other principle after that is simply commentary. Number two is that presence lives in you. In other words, get with it. Be about it. Be responsible for your life. You know, the scriptures say in Luke 12, it says, I think it's Luke 12, chapter 12, verse 48. It's the second part of that verse. It says, from everyone to whom much has been given, much will be required. Now, why am I saying this now? I'm saying once you know that you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual laws, you have a responsibility now. You can't say you don't know because you know now there's no one to blame. You can't say, no, uh, it must be somebody else's fault because we know we are powerful co-creators of our lives, right? So I'm saying you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that's governed by spiritual laws. So it's time for us to start acting like it all the time, even on Facebook, even on Instagram, even when we're talking to family that drives us crazy, there are ways to work with and heal these type of relationships. To whom much is given, much is required. Say that to the person next to you. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, you get that? So... We believe we are powerful co-creators, uh, not co-controllers. Here's what I mean. Sometimes, well, uh, do any of you in here listen to Abraham? Okay, a few of you. So in Abraham, she, she talks a lot about, um, it's Esther Hicks, Abraham. Uh, she talks a lot about um, being at a, a Yes, being at a certain vibration. And this is, this is really what I'm talking about without saying that word. That when we uh, begin to have conscious contact with God, it starts to change our energetic vibrational reality. What does this mean? It means when you walk into a room, people can see your energy like you're wearing a neon sign and you're the only one that can't see it. Yeah. So we seek to raise our energetic vibrational reality to the level of spirit. 
That's what we seek to do. That's what we choose to do. And the goal is to have conscious contact with God to make that happen. Because it's always there, always calling you to that. So the only reason we're not there is not because God is withholding. It is because what? We are not fully realizing our God nature. But God is present. God is present in you. God has always been present in you. And that soul of you has been guiding you this whole time. Right? Just awaiting for you to notice. So I want to make sure that you're checking in, tapping into that energy. Tapping into that uh, spiritual nature rather than listening to the thoughts of the mind. Because the thoughts of the mind are rooted in the past. They're rooted in what happened before. And even in times of, of stress, you get taken way back to this small little brain back here. This reptilian brain that says, run for cover. And that part of the brain saved you at one time. That part of the brain protected you at one time. But now sometimes if we're in a situation and it's new and our brain doesn't recognize it, our brain may say, go the other way, but our soul says, stay right here. You see? Sometimes our soul is guiding us in a way the mind cannot comprehend. Because the mind only can see like right here or past. But your soul is connected to eternity, right? So if some of this, these ideas are new to you, I want to say don't worry about it. Your soul's already been active in your life. The, the, what we're seeking to do is wake up to it. The more we can listen, the more we can tap into the soul, the more life will make sense for us the more freedom we will have in our choices, the better our relationships will be, the more joy we will have, the more fulfillment we will feel as we go through our daily activities because we know we're not just here to work and pay taxes and die. We're here for a divine purpose. We're here to live large. We're here to live on the grand stage of, of living our spiritual journey in a really expansive way. But if we're not tapping in and having that conscious contact with God, it's not going to happen. I'm just here to tell you. So I want to encourage you, if you're not every single day somehow tapping into this presence of God, do that. Whatever that means for you. And, you know, I've noticed over the years that changes from time to time. But one one thing that always works for me is being in nature. Does that work for you all? And, or like being at the beach. Ah, oh, glorious day at the beach. Almost nobody was there yesterday because it was like a little rain, you know. It felt so powerful out there in the rain, just braving the elements and watching way over there that lightning and going, okay, I'm, I'm watching you. But that, that connection and all those, you know, negative ions in the air are so healing. You know, it's just so beautiful. My feet just sinking deeper into that sand. Boy, that's, for me, that's God. That water just, right? Just having a spiritual intention when you're out there. Wow, that's, that changes everything. Now, you may not be able to do that every day. So what are you going to do the other days? Well, it might take five minutes of silence. You might do some deep breaths. You might look into the eyes of a family member and just focus and see love. Yeah. Beautiful. Whatever you do, 
Try a little bit every day making conscious contact with God. See if life gets better. I always say, don't trust me. Try it yourself. See what you think. See if life gets better when you tap in. Just touch in a little bit with God every day. What I've noticed is I feel better. I have more joy. I laugh a little bit easier. I'm less defensive, more vulnerable. I'm able to hear a variety of opinions and not get all bent out of shape. I can say, wow, I never thought of it that way, ever. And just still smile through that and be authentic with that. Isn't that beautiful? Can you imagine if our whole world right now, what if just everybody in this room for the next week, every single day decided, you know what? I'm going to try to make the world a little bit better just by every single day tapping into God. Just a little. And see if life feels better for you. Because you're going to realize you're way more than what's happened to you. You're way more than a diagnosis or your age. Because your body may be aging, but your soul is ageless. Yeah, think about that. Every single day, tapping into God. Just a little to remember. God is your true source of all good. God is your true source of love, of joy, of freedom, of connection. Right? It is this conscious contact with God, for me, that makes life worth living. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.